Hi, welcome to She Will Not Be Silenced with Keisha Shields, the podcast for women leaders on a mission to change the world and build empires that have legacy, success, influence, and intergenerational wealth. We'll talk about how stigmas, stereotypes, grief, and other people's opinions can keep women's voices silenced and the impact these have on successful women and their emotions, their relationships, and their money. If you have felt silenced and need guidance, awakening, and amplifying your voice, visit KeishaShields.com to check out my best-selling Find Your Voice course. Please take a quick second to hit the subscribe button and let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of She Will Not Be Silenced. I am your hostess, Keisha Shields. If you are a returning listener, I appreciate you so, so much. And if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I hope that you will enjoy this conversation. If you have any questions, you can send an email to support at KeishaShields.com. If you are interested in working with me or learning how I might be able to help you on your journey to high-profile, profitable, C-suite-level visibility, you can email me also, or you can send me a message over on social media. You can find me at Keisha P. Shields. So today I'm talking about high profile visibility. And what do I mean when I say that? In other words, we're talking about raising your profile, quantum aligning your visibility, raising it, elevating it, all of those good things. So that's what I'm referring to when I'm referring to high profile visibility. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story. So there was a point in my life where I was a part of a company, um, an organization, a nationally recognized, actually, I think they were international, but a nationally recognized organization that was all around human rights. And I was very, very active in a human rights arena when it came to policy specifically around foster care, uh, youth justice initiatives, uh, child abuse. Um, There were several different areas within human rights that I was heavily, heavily involved in. Okay, so I'm in this company, I'm with this organization, and I am, I mean, a really integral part of the whole operation and the areas that in which I worked. I'm talking about, you know, if there were opportunities to share, you know, more about what we were doing, if there were opportunities to help others, to teach what it was that we had been doing, what worked, what didn't work, any of those things, I was right there, typically, you know, raising my hand, although most of the time I didn't even have to raise my hand for it, but I was doing that, I was putting myself in front of different groups and, you know, opportunities. But what happened was 
the more I was there and being involved and really people were getting a chance to understand my voice, who I was, which I find to be funny when I reflect on it because I didn't really know the power of my voice back then at all. I knew that I had influence, but I didn't know that really understand how to utilize the power of my voice the way that I do now. Okay, so back to into the story. So I am, you know, doing all of the things, working, volunteering, and every time opportunities come up, guess what's happening? I'm the first person that's coming to mind. Oh, there's this human rights convention happening, you know, in DC. Um, and we need to send a representative. Let's check with Keisha. Okay. So I will be the first person. So the number of opportunities I had to go all across the country, speaking at conventions, teaching workshops, going to like national headquarters locations for uh, gala events, so many different things. Out of all the people working, you know, or even, you know, spending their time within the organization, I was the one that often came top of mind. If they needed someone to speak on behalf of the project that we're working on, I was usually top of mind. Um, if they needed someone to um, help them with some policy uh, perspectives, trying to understand the perspectives of the constituents or the people in the field or the other workers, I was typically one of the first people that they would inquire with to see what I thought, uh, what I could add of value to their own uh, plans. And I was well connected. And because I had raised my profile within this company and organization, I had high profile visibility. What I mean by that is other partner organizations, partner companies that we were working with, well-connected companies were tapping me to come and facilitate something that they were doing, right? So I had many opportunities. If I wanted to try something different, if I wanted to be a part of something that was more advanced, more high-profile projects, I had no problem getting them because I had quantum aligned and elevated my profile. So opportunities were coming to me left and right to the point where I had to start being discerning about what I would actually take on. Sometimes the travel wasn't really what I wanted, you know, based on my own lifestyle needs and other things like that. But the, the point is, because I had raised my profile, I was getting opportunities left and right. I had opportunities to advance, to grow professionally, personally, all of those things, okay? Now, I'm going to tell you a reverse story of that. And I know a lot of people, they'll tell you how to go from zero to 100. And I'm going to tell you what happens when you go from 100 to not zero, but close to zero. So I went from all of that, I mean, very nice profile 
what I wanted people to know of me, they thought of me, you know, that was really important for me. And then I got burnt out just over time. And I ended up kind of stepping back from my roles within this organization, not just the organization, within the initiatives, within the causes, um, I ended up taking a step back. When I did that, okay, we're not going to say a step back. I got pulled almost all the way back. When I did that, I kind of went into my own inner closet, if you will, and I needed to like just take a breath and focus on me and all of the things that I had going on in my life, which were quite a few things at the time. So I retreated from the profile that I had built up and that had been giving me so many opportunities, right? I lost contact with many, many people. Um, They would reach out, not really get much of a response or I would respond, but I wouldn't be available to really do much. So then what happened was when I was ready to like get other opportunities in like the new lane I was working in, hardly anyone knew who I was. I was like, oh my gosh, like (laughs) I've done all this. I have this great profile in these other areas of my life for years. You know, I've lost my network. I've lost my contacts and there was no falling out or anything. It was all, I take full responsibility for that, right? Because I just kind of disappeared. And so I wanted to just share that because I wanted to illustrate the difference between having high profile visibility or raising uh, your profile versus not, okay? And that's why you need to prioritize quantum aligning and raising your profile because when you focus on raising your profile, the opportunities will come and they'll get better and better and more lucrative uh, and more aligned, more impactful. You won't actually have to do much seeking. The opportunities will seek you, okay? So that is what we're focused on. We talk about higher profile visibility. I could not care less about the limelight, you know, being some type of celebrity, internet celebrity, any of that. My crew typically does not give a rat's behind about that, but we do need higher profiles for the moves that we are intending to make. So I want to just encourage you before I move on to some specific things to tell you about this is if you have been in a position where you used to be more well-connected, more involved, and you kind of feel like you lost your network or you lost, you lowered your profile and now you feel like you're constantly being overlooked and not being sought after, I want to encourage you that when you focus on quantum aligning, your visibility and your profile, it's going to naturally happen for you again because you're not new at this, okay? So don't feel discouraged. Know that putting your focus, putting your attention 
on really getting this area up to par will make a big difference for you, okay? So here is how to quantum shift into high profile visibility, okay? I'm gonna give you four ways. So the first one is you have to get comfortable with promoting yourself and your work. I mean, I'm just gonna rip the Band-Aid off. To quantum shift into high profile visibility, you have to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. A lot of the women who come to me have been very uncomfortable promoting themselves. I'm a promoting their work. And um, you have to get very comfortable with promoting yourself and your work. Otherwise, how are you ever going to elevate your profile? How are you ever going to raise your profile if you don't actually advocate and go to bat for yourself? So what might this look like? I'm going to break it down into three groups. My leaders who are in the workplace, my leaders, my executives who are in the boardroom, and my CEOs who run their own enterprises. So uh, I'm going to focus on that. And for my leaders in the workplace, this is especially for you if you are someone who desires to have higher profile roles at work. If you want to move up into the C-suite, then these are for you, okay? So for my um, emerging executives, that's what I'm going to call you, the ones in the workplace, my emerging execs, getting comfortable with promoting yourself in your work looks like sharing your ideas, sharing your suggestions, talking about solutions that you know, hands down, will fix the problems. How many times have you had a brilliant solution for a problem that's happened at the workplace? <laughs> How many times, right? Maybe you shared it, maybe you didn't. If you haven't raised your profile, you may have shared it and gotten crickets. Or worse yet, my next point, do not let men take credit for your successes. So perhaps you have shared your suggestions and solutions. Maybe you didn't get crickets, but instead, maybe a man took credit for your ideas. Has it ever happened to you? Like every single client that has ever come to me has shared a story about that, every single one. Now, that may not be the case for all of my listeners here, but the women who come to work with me, um, to have me partner with them as they're moving up um, into the C-suite have had that. So that's what I want you to focus on. That's how you can get comfortable with promoting yourself in your work, sharing your ideas readily, uh, sharing your suggestions, talking heavily about your solutions so that people know that these are actually your ideas, okay? And not letting men take credit for your successes. For my executives in the boardroom, some ways to get comfortable with promoting yourself in your work is to present suggested policy shifts, right? To present possible new territories uh, or new opportunities to bring forth the idea that there are new ways of leading 
that really need to be brought into your organization. Maybe you can be the catalyst for that. I don't know why, but people tend to assume from my experience that when you made it to the boardroom, that, you know, you have all the confidence in the world, you no longer have problems and issues. Well, let me tell you, for those of my emerging executives, making it to the boardroom does not alleviate your problems with visibility, telling your story, any of those. And in fact, it can actually exacerbate it. So present suggested policy shifts. You know, what suggestions do you have? Um, Come up with not only just suggestions, but a good plan of how your team or your organization, your company can easily make the shift and implement. You really want to focus on your thought leadership here, okay, which is going to tie to the next point also. But for my CEOs, you know, you're running your own enterprise, your own empire, and maybe you don't feel like a CEO yet, but we're going to get you there. And that is what my work is, is helping those who want to really be the CEOs in their life, at work, in their business, you know, um, in their companies to help them make that happen. So to my CEOs running the enterprise, when it comes to getting comfortable with promoting yourself in your work, you need to be talking about your business. That's critical. You have to talk about your business. You have to talk about your offers. And that may seem simple and laughable for people listening, but let me tell you something. When I first started my business, hardly anybody knew I even had a business. Like I was never talking about it. Oh, I don't want to just put it into conversation or, you know, oh, I don't want, you know, whatever, blah, blah. All of the excuses that I gave about why I didn't want to, to talk about my business. You have to be comfortable promoting yourself in your work when you own your own brand, right? This is for my brand owner. This is for all of my leaders who are building lucrative leadership brands, right? Talking about your business and your brand is critical. Talking about your offers are critical, okay? Number two. The second thing to quantum shift into high profile visibility, you need to establish and embody your expertise. Establish and embody your expertise. I really enjoy the word embody. Like when I think about embodying something, it feels like something that is no longer separate from the truth of who I am, right? So when it comes to establishing and embodying your expertise, the goal here, straight up and down, is to get paid and to get promoted, okay? The goal here is to get paid and to get promoted. Because keep in mind, just because you get promoted doesn't also mean getting paid, right? It's to get paid and to get promoted. What do you want to be known for? People see you, let's say you start sharing, let's say you start being visible, let's say you start sharing those ideas and suggestions and solutions, right? Now what? Are you sharing with your audience, whether that be your managers at work, whether that be the senior vice president, president of the company, 
whether that be your audience of potential buyers, uh, potential clients, is what you're sharing with them something that has significance? Does it have progression and results if they implement it? Okay. Does it have significance, progression, and results if they implement it? Okay. That's the part about establishing your expertise. So how do you embody your expertise? You prove it. You prove it. How do you know this? How do you know these things? How do you have this perspective? Why do you have this perspective? Okay, you prove it. Number three, to quantum shifting into high profile visibility, you need to seek out and close high visibility projects and opportunities. Seek out and close high visibility projects and opportunities, okay? So my emerging executives, you know, ask to participate in assignments that would allow you to embody your expertise. Didn't we just talk about that, right? Let's say you do have your expertise now. Now you need a place to embody it, okay? So ask to participate in assignments that will allow you to embody your expertise. Ask to participate in assignments that will get your name and your leadership in front of higher ups, in front of decision makers and other teams and departments. The goal with seeking out and closing high visibility projects and opportunities is to build relationships and a network that can actually take you where you want to go. We're not just building relationships, we're doing them for a purpose. Our goal is to get where we wanna go. Our goal is to become, right? So seeking out and closing high visibility projects and opportunities have to be about building relationships that will help you get where you want to go. Because when you get where you want to go, you're going to make a huge shift, purpose-driven, impactful shift, transformation in the lives of others. So seek out and close high visibility projects and opportunities. The fourth thing to quantum shifting into high profile visibility, and I'll close with this one, is you have to evaluate your options and decide what you're going to do about it. Decide what your goals are, right? You have to evaluate your options. You know, why do you truly want high visibility? Okay, why do you truly want high visibility? That's the question that you have to be able to ask, why, okay? So evaluate your options. What are all the different options for why you might want high visibility, right? You might think it's one thing, but I want you to go a bit deeper, you know, with the inquiry. Go a bit deeper. You know, what's the point of having high visibility? Why does it matter to me? So you have to evaluate those options and decide for yourself why you truly want high visibility. When you get clear on those four things, you are well on your way 
to quantum shifting into high profile, resonant, lucrative visibility. Now, in the next episode in this series, I'm going to talk about the primary reasons why for that, so that for that fourth thing about why you might want to truly have high visibility, but I want you to actually evaluate that for yourself. And then I'm going to share a few of the reasons why I've seen women typically want high profile visibility um, so that you can then figure out if any of these are true for you and what you might be able to do about it. Okay. Now, if you're ready to shift, uh, to raise your profile, reach out to us at support at keishashields.com and let's talk about how we might be able to help you. Okay. All right. And until next episode, ta-ta. I have a digital gift for everyone listening right now. Head over to KeishaShields.com and enter your first name and your email address and click the box that says, yes, send me the audio training, please. I am gifting complimentary access to a leadership class that I did called She Will Not Be Silenced how to speak up and share your message in a bigger and more profitable way. In this leadership training, you will learn how to get clarity on your next move as a woman in leadership. Why many women leaders end up silencing themselves or why they allow themselves to hide solely behind the success of their work you are going to get tangible tips to start speaking up and sharing your voice on issues that are important to you and the world you live in. All of that without compromising your livelihood. Head over to KeishaShields.com and get access, get complimentary access to the leadership class, She Will Not Be Silenced. And while you're at it, let me know what you think. Ta-ta. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button to be notified of our next episode because you won't want to miss it. Thank you for listening to this episode of She Will Not Be Silent with Keisha Shields. If you are an executive or highly driven leader ready to amplify your wealth, legacy, and your voice, on your terms and overcome the impact of feeling silenced, visit KeishaShields.com slash hire to work with me one-to-one or to find more information on how to bring me into your company or organization to help support your women leaders.